Locked On Blues, your daily podcast on the St. Louis Blues. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome back to the Lockdown Blues Podcast, part of the Lockdown Live Network, and your number one source for daily blues content. I'm Josh Hyman, and I'm taking us on a bit of a solo episode today. Tommy is driving back home or back to school or whatever the drive he makes once a week. So I'm letting him rest, spending a long time in the car. So I'm taking this one to close out the week and bring us into the weekend. Going to be covering uh, the Blues' most recent loss to Colorado since I haven't really had the chance to give my thoughts on that yet, as well as preview the huge matchup between the Blues and Coyotes uh, tomorrow night, Saturday night. Huge playoff implications there. But before we get into that, just want to remind everyone that today's episode is brought to you by Locker Room. So download the Locker Room app and join me and Tommy next week to get in on the action. You can join us, chat with us live, follow me, Josh Hyman, NHL, follow Tommy T. Welcher, 15, and that's Locker Room, changing the way we talk sports. All right. Now, I know you guys heard about it um, on Tommy's episode that he did solo with um, Stewie and Leah, and I know we talked about it a little bit uh, on yesterday's episode, but I do want to give my thoughts sort of uh, a little bit more of a cohesive uh, recap of the Blues game against the Colorado Avalanche. Now, it was a tough loss for sure. I mean, the, the Blues showed flashes of, of playing well, and there were times that definitely – made me think that they could have won that game but Colorado is 17-1-2 in their past 20 games it's they're they're the best team in the NHL and regardless of how well you play um if you're the Blues there are going to be there are going to be games that you play against these teams that are going to that you're going to lose not and now if the Blues want to compete for a Stanley Cup you could argue that they should be winning those games but as we've seen in the past, all you know, a seven-game series is very different than regular season matchups, and I don't think that the Blues are quite as overmatched in the Avalanche against the Avalanche in a seven-game series um, that a lot of people think. I think it would certainly be competitive, and the Blues would give the Avs a tough time. But uh, with the way that that last game went, the Avs definitely looked unbeatable. Um, I know Tommy talked about how he would rather match up against the Avs than, than Vegas in a. Um, in a seven-game series just because he thinks the Avs are a little bit more one-dimensional. And while I would tend to agree, I think the Avs' one-dimension is just so dominant and scary that I don't really think there's a, a correct choice when it comes to Vegas versus Colorado in terms of matchup. I think both of them would be nightmarish, but I do think the Blues are are capable of, of taking any team and making it tough in a seven-game series as long as they play their game. And I think we saw flashes of that um, in this game against Colorado. Obviously, they did end up with a loss, but they definitely made it tough um, for a little while there. You know, Colorado 17-1-2 in their last 20 games. And the fact that the Blues almost added to that loss column is, is a little... This was a little bit of sign for optimism, I guess, but still a, a tough game. Um, and... Could have could have been very very valuable in the playoff race. You know the Blues are still only one point ahead of Arizona. Um, they do have two games in hand, but 
they got a, they got a couple matchups coming up or just one on Saturday. So that that's obviously going to be huge. I'm going to get into that a little bit in the second half of the episode. But a bit more housekeeping on this Colorado game. It, it started off, first period was pretty strong. Um, Booze went down early and bounced back pretty, pretty quickly with a power play goal. It's nice to see the power play um, working up to full speed in that game. They went two for four. So aside for optimism there, you know, at least special teams was looking pretty good. They held uh, Colorado to one for three on the power play. So, and then the second period is really where the wheels fell off, uh, came into that period, tied at one and five minutes in they're down two goals so it's just you can't take you can't take any time off in nhl games especially against a team like colorado um we we say it all the time you need to play a full 60 minutes but teams like colorado they're gonna make you pay even if you take five ten minutes off um the blues pretty much took the entire second period off and and lost the game from there uh, they came back in the third and they made it close. You know, Mike Hoffman is is proving his worth to this team um, with another two goal performance. Tried to, excuse me, single handedly will the Blues back into this one unsuccessfully, but made it four to three late. And there was definitely a good push late in the third, but not enough to to give the Blues the victory in this game. So. Still some stuff to work on, for sure. Uh, it really comes down to what we've been talking about all season, and it's just you need to play a full 60. You need to need to show up in that second period, and this game could be completely different. You know, With the way that the Blues played in the first period and the third period, if that second period is even just even you know, in terms of in, in neutral, even if you give up one goal against Colorado, um, that still is, is better than giving up completely and putting yourself three goals down heading into the third. Because as we've seen, when this team flips the switch, when this team turns it on, they're capable of scoring goals in bunches. They're capable of mounting comebacks um, against a team as good as Colorado. Obviously, they came up short, but they were able to at least give them a run for their money. You know, going down 4-1 in a game like that... Um, could have seen them dead in the water, could have seen that game get out of hand pretty easily. And the fact that they at least made it respectable um, is better than it could have gone for sure. It could have been, it could have been, you know, a a repeat of the five, one, six, one, whatever loss that was uh, way back when the, one of the worst, worst games of the season that was. So is, as much, as far as losses go, this is, is one that, that leaves a little bit more, more room for, for a little bit more room for optimism and positivity. Granted, a loss is a loss. And at this point in the season, you can only afford so many more if you do want to compete for that playoff spot. But before we continue and before we get into the second half of today's episode, I want to remind you, tell you guys about a brand new sponsor. And this episode is brought to you by 1010, a capsule collection of diamond rings that are responsibly sourced limited edition designs at fair price points 1010 is an exclusive collection of 10 creative styles of diamond rings designed by 10 of the most distinctive designers working today rings sure to bring joy into her life using only diamonds responsibly sourced from botswana 10 female design masters have each produced a uniquely beautiful ring ideal for engagement mother's day or simply a beautiful conversation piece they're the perfect way to bring light into her life they're available now through mother's Day only on Blue Nile 
com. Just search the words 10 by 10. This collection features high quality, fine jewelry that will surprise and delight and fairly priced. So you can give her something special and truly meaningful. If you're on the hunt for a perfect, unique ring she'll treasure forever, you're definitely going to want to check this out. They won't be around for much longer. So find them now by searching the words 10 by 10 only at bluenile.com. And when I come back, I'll be covering the upcoming huge game between the Blues and and Arizona Coyotes with a playoff spot on the line, so don't go anywhere. All right, so right now, Friday, 5.54 p.m., we are 24 hours out from possibly the biggest game of the season for the St. Louis Blues. The Blues right now sit at 19-17-6, good enough for 44 points and fourth at the final playoff spot in the Honda West Division. Right behind them are the Arizona Coyotes sitting at 19-20-5 with 43 points. So one point behind there. And they play tomorrow night, Saturday night. St. Louis Blues in Arizona against the Coyotes with a playoff spot on the line. The Blues win. They extend their lead to three points on the Coyotes with two games in hand. The Blues lose, and all of a sudden they're bounced out of a playoff spot. So, yeah, I'd say definitely the biggest game of the season. Looking at the numbers, Blues come in at with the 19th best power play. Uh, Coyotes come in with the 18th best power play. 26th best penalty kill for the Blues. 14th for the Coyotes. Third best faceoff percentage for the Blues, 26th for the Coyotes, 15th best goals per game for the Blues, 24th for the Coyotes, and 21st in goals allowed for the Blues, and 24th for the Coyotes. So pretty evenly matched up in pretty much every aspect there. The one area that the Coyotes have a definitive advantage is the penalty kill, and then the Blues being in the faceoff dot. So could see both of those play a factor if the Blues, you know, if, if the Blues get a lot of stops, if they play their style, you know, forcing a lot of faceoffs, then we could see a lot of zone time and possession for the Blues, which is always a good sign. Or if they find themselves in penalty trouble, um, once again, that could be difficult as well as they're, it's going to be hard to win the special teams battle. They are ranked behind Arizona in both aspects of special teams. So probably going to stay at five on five. That is where the Blues have the most success this year, as we have seen. Um, in terms of who's hot for each team, Vince Dunn actually leads the way with six points in his last five games. So he's kind of figured it out, at least offensively, after after the uh, rumors were swirling around the trade deadline and after he had his healthy scratches. He's been playing really, really well lately, been driving that offense, something that the Blues have definitely been missing from their defensemen. Um, on the other side, Phil Kessel, six points in his last five games, five of those being assists. So he's been really, really good as well. Um, Arizona, as we know, is known for their sort of shaky offense and lack of consistency. So it really depends on which version of the Coyotes we get. We've seen, I think they have their short leash line. I don't remember who's on it, but I know Garland is on that and he terrorizes the Blues. So um, if that offense that we know Arizona is capable of shows up in this matchup, the Blues are going to have their hands full for sure. But I do think the Blues are the better team on paper. Um, Blues probably have the better goaltending, even though Darcy Kemper and Aiden Hill have both been really, really good this year. I think Jordan Bennington has the potential to move the needle for the Blues in a way that Kemper and Hill don't for the Coyotes. So a lot of factors here. Um, it's a huge game. you got to treat it like a playoff game because it essentially is. Um, you come out of this with a loss and you're behind the eight ball for the rest of the season. You know, we only got a few weeks left and you want to be in a playoff spot, obviously for a majority of that time, if not all of that time, if you're the blues and you know, they, they were lucky enough to claw their way back into a playoff spot after falling out of it last time. But 
you don't want to teeter on that edge. You don't want to be in and out of playoff spots because then you're playing for your life every single night. And that's not, that's not the most consistent, easy way to play hockey as much as it would be exciting for us to watch. I would much rather them sort of solidify their playoff spot, something that they haven't done lately. They haven't really um, widened that gap on Arizona. Arizona has been really, really struggling lately, have lost a lot of their last few games. Um, and the blues, have have you know they they took advantage the Arizona's lost five in a row um so the Blues did a good job of getting that playoff spot back but yet they're still only one game up and you look back at that game against Colorado as yeah it was a tough loss but how much nicer would it look if the Blues were three points up with two games in hand rather than one then this game tomorrow wouldn't be nearly as important but hey hindsight is twenty twenty. can't can't change that so the fact of the matter is Blues and Coyotes are playing with a playoff spot on the line, and it's gonna be it's gonna be a fun one. It's a bit of a matinee game. It's six o'clock Eastern, so five o'clock Central time for the for those of you who are local. Um, it's gonna be a good one for sure. If if I had to pick who I think some of the difference makers are gonna be, if Vince Dunn can maintain his his hot play, I think he can be really really good, really really important when it comes to driving the offense for the Blues. Um, another guy is Tory Krug. Um, Leah obviously tried to manifest a Tory Krug goal, and we haven't quite gotten it yet. But he does look like he's buzzing out there. He looks really, really confident, um, and he sounds like feels like he's kind of fine in his place with this team. Um, so I look for him, guys like him and Vince Dunn to drive the offense from the defensive end. Something that the Blues are kind of sneakily good at. Something that carried them in that playoff run as well. So I think if the offense can start there, then we will see good things. But besides that, I think you got to look at a guy like Mike Hoffman as well. Just the just the the, the difference makers there. You know, we we've seen the best of Mike Hoffman. We've seen the worst of Mike Hoffman. We know how much it can vary. Um, at his best, he can be a guy that can go out there and give you a hat trick um, on on plays that you know shouldn't be good scoring chances he gets the puck on his stick anywhere in the offensive zone and he can be a threat um and we've seen how dangerous he can be when he's engaged and committed on offense but on the flip side we've seen how how much of a liability he can be when maybe the puck's not bouncing his way and he's disinterested and disengaged and and not playing as hard as he can in the defensive end or the offensive end so i think it's going to really come down to guys like that um, for not only tomorrow night's game, but for the rest of the season. We know what to expect out of Ryan O'Reilly. We know what to expect out of Jaden Schwartz, David Perron, even Jordan Bennington. As, much, as shaky as he's been, we know what to expect out of him. Um, and, and I think there's no reason to think we won't get that for the rest of the season. We won't get you know really good goaltending, steal a game here and there. But at the end of the day, it's going to come down to those, those guys that have been sort of up and down this season. If Colton Pareko can get back up to full speed and play that dominant, dominant defense that we know that he's capable of, he's been talking about how he's getting more comfortable and getting back up to full speed. So if, if we can get a guy like him, you know, a guy that I feel like has flown under the radar for a lot of Blues fans, we went into the beginning of the season talking about how he could be the number one defenseman for this team. And with the, with the resurgence of guys like Justin Falk, um, the pressure's sort of been taken off Pareko a little bit, but that doesn't mean that he doesn't have the capability and the potential to play like a number one defenseman. And he was playing through, you know, serious injury. So it was unrealistic to expect that from him earlier in the season. But 
we've seen it game by game. He's getting back up to that speed. So he could be a huge difference maker as well. Like I mentioned, Vince Dunn, um, Mike Hoffman, guys like that. Ivan Barbashev, even just, just the, just the, the, the guys that necessarily don't always show up on the stat sheet on a given night, but, but can move the needle. Obviously Mike Hoffman's not the best example because he's going to show up on the stat sheet with goals, but still, I think it's really going to come down to that in the Arizona game and the rest of the season. And I'm looking, I'm can't wait to watch it here. Um, and before I wrap this episode up, I do want to tell you about our good friends over at Built Bar. You know them, you love them. They've been sponsoring us for forever. Built Bar is the best tasting protein bar ever, and the new and improved Built Bar is even delicious. You got 18 amazing flavors, 12 of the originals, six of the new ones, including caramel brownie, cookies and cream, cherry barcia, lemon almond cheesecake, carrot cake, and apple almond crisp. All bars are covered in delicious 100% chocolate, and they're soft and easy to chew. Built Bars are healthy. That's the best part about them. They're great for the health conscious person. You can lose or maintain weight while still indulging in a delicious treat. Like I said, they're low calorie, low sugar, high protein, high fiber, great for anyone on a diet. Uh, my favorite, per- my personal favorite flavor, as everyone knows, is peanut butter. You're getting 19 grams of protein, 180 calories, five grams of sugar, and five grams of net carbs. So they're great for you. So go to builtbar.com right now and use that promo code LOCKED15 and you'll get 15% off your next order. Use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at builtbar.com. And when I return, I'll wrap this episode up by giving my thoughts on what the Blues need to do to maintain this playoff spot and hopefully get a best of seven playoff series come a few weeks. We'll be right back. All right. Before we wrap this one up, we got to look at the standings. We got to got to accept the hard fact that it is going to be a rocky few weeks for the Blues, regardless of how well they play. We're, we're approaching the end of the season. The Blues are one point up on the Coyotes, four points up on, on the San Jose Sharks. Hey, nine, nine point back of the Minnesota Wild. We can see a lot of shifts in the standings. Um, and... I think a lot of people, reasonably so, aren't aren't completely sold on the Blues maintaining this pace and making the playoffs because they've had so many chances to extend their lead in the playoffs and solidify themselves a, an easy spot, and, and they haven't done that yet. So here's why I think the Blues are going to make the playoffs, and that's because you look at, look at this roster. Look at the players on this team and what they're capable of doing. Obviously, we've been saying that all year, and we have really yet to see a stretch of games where everyone has been playing at their full potential. But with the lack of moves at the deadline, with the improved play as of late, even with the loss against Colorado, I think that this team is finally figuring it out. Um, I think that there are a lot of guys, even Mike Hoffman included, who have been facing a lot of criticism this year that are finally... Um, figuring it out individually and that's helping the team figure it out as a whole because like we said guys like Ryan O'Reilly David Perron um, we know what we're expecting out of them they've been playing the same way all year Braden Shen included in that list and you got a guy like Vladimir Tarasenko added in late to the mix so this team has been kind of tooling, building up all year to what I think could be a deep playoff run. Obviously, the standings aren't where they, where they, where I'd want them to be right now, aren't where any Blues fan would want them to be right now. But if the Blues play the hockey that I think that they're capable of over these next few weeks, I have no reason to believe that they won't make the playoffs. But that starts with a huge matchup tomorrow night, matinee against the Arizona Coyotes. So if you want to hear my reaction, Tommy's reaction to that, come Monday, follow us on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook and TikTok at Lockdown Blues. That way you'll never miss a new upload when we upload an episode. 
Uh, make sure you hit that follow or subscribe button on whatever podcast platform you're listening to. That way you'll be notified when a new episode goes live. Uh, follow us on Locker Room. Josh Hammond, NHL for me. T. Welcher, 15 for Tommy. That way if we do a live broadcast, you guys can hop on and join us there. And same same thing for Twitter, Josh Hammond, NHL. T. Welcher, 15. Drop us a follow. Give us your thoughts. Thanks so much for listening. Hope everyone enjoys your weekend. And as always, let's go Blues.